Hey social geeks, it's another week, another episode of the Social Geeks podcast with a social geek. Um, in today's episode, I have Lulani Baloi. Look, she doesn't need she doesn't need an introduction. Um, she is one of the people that laid a foundation, more especially in women in tech and South Africa. And one of the people that are trying to change the narrative of tech in South Africa. But before we get into that, I am hosting a student build conference with my team. And if you haven't grabbed a ticket, it's about damn time you get one. So if you want a ticket, just go to studentbuildconf.com dot eventbrite.com studentbuildconf.eventbrite.com or follow at studentbuildcon on twitter i hope you will enjoy today's episode with Lulani. it's a very informative episode more especially reflecting on her journey and also talking about the things that we feel uncomfortable um, talking about, more especially in the industry or as females or women in the industry. And what I love about the conversation is that it's more of how do we sustain the women in tech. So we have a lot of women um, doing amazing things in tech and it's not necessarily that they can't um, be in tech, but it's more of how do we sustain them and also how do we pave a way forward for the upcoming generation. So I hope you will enjoy our show and I hope you will be in touch with us on our social media platforms and let's dive into it okay we're about to be a little bit you know (laughs) um (laughs) so welcome to the social geeks podcast i am yolanda mogusela your host for the show in today's episode we have shulani baloi so shulani baloi is a south african born full stake developer she's the Girl Rising Ambassador, co-founder of Freikitita, chairperson of Black Girls Code, Johannes Big Chapter. She's also part of Shizonga Language Foundation, named one of the women changing South Africa in Mill and Guardian, one of the 60 women changing the narrative in the tech space for young South African achievers, featured in a lot of media houses. Well, welcome to the show, Shulani. Hey, Yolanda. Thanks for having me. Finally, I'm here. Finally, you know, I mean, yeah. It's been a long time coming, and I know I'm on the wrong, but yeah, it is what it is. We're here now. <laughs> All right. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, give us a little background about yourself. Who is Shulani Baloi? Okay. Shulani Baloi is a software developer. Um, so I have worked for... Um, consulting firm uh, for like three plus six months 
Um, prior that, I worked for IBM as a strategy consultant. Um, and I started off my career at Geek Culture um, as a software developer. And um, when I joined Geek Culture, I soon realized that there's actually like a huge gap between uh, male and females who are within the space. So that's what then led me to start like doing some research and what is the issue, what could be the problem. And in so doing, I bumped into different organizations, but one that caught my attention was Girl Rising, and this is because of what they stood for. Um, so basically, um, Girl Rising is about evangelizing girls' education, and you can be generic about this, um, whatever education means to you. So in my case, this meant um, actually trying to um, sort of evangelize education from a tech point of view. We then started off um, Girls in ICT. Then it was just like Girls in ICT, an organization, what is now called Reich, et cetera. Um, I also um, am a chairperson, as, as you've already mentioned, of um, Girl Code, I mean, Black Girls Code. So Black Girls Code is generally about um, introducing women of color into the coding spaces. Wow, that was that was a bit long. Uh, but generally, I I'm I, I love to call myself in three ways that I'm an African Nakoda and a traveler because traveling is, is has now become part of who I am and I love the most. So that's in a nutshell, Hilani Baloi. That was and I love I love laughing and I love life. <laughs> <laughs> that was a like that was a big introduction of yourself. Um, thank you very much for being on the show. And let's 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 walk us through your typical day job. You know, what do you do and how does it look like? Okay, so uh, well, um, just a disclaimer: it's actually a bit tricky right now for me to explain my day because um, three weeks back, or rather, like last month, I. I have resigned and currently on a break from work. So, um, but then my typical day involved working up. So I would generally be out of the country most of the time. And um, I would wake up and the only thing that I am focused on is work. So I would be going to the office and while traveling or rather while away, um, office wherever I get to be staying at is like closer to to the office it's like a walking distance maybe like four minutes or anything so it's like just breakfast and then uh wake up and code or rather go to the office and, and code um as a consultant my day was very long um it was really really long so sometimes I would leave the office at 10 and like in the evening and then still get to to to, to the hotel and um code basically uh <laughs> because that's basically so i think being away or being in a foreign country um sort of comes with the whole idea that i'm not here to play so i kind of have to be like working the whole time so i sort of tend to be some sort of a workaholic, workaholic. and yeah so that's typically my my day and what does it mean to be a female particularly in software development to you um, to be a 
female like i mean i'm i'm generally pro inclusion i'm i'm about inclusion um for me being a female and a developer within a space that is male dominated means that um at least in my team there is diversity so um we are able to diversify our solutions because whether we like it or not um if there is certain herds that are missing in certain spaces then we have a huge problem because the solutions that are going to come are the solutions that are seen from one angle i'll give an example with like um your fika uh, uh pro like so one fika uh, product that we once worked on so the plugins that we were like using um were tested i think somewhere in the us and my assumption is that wherever it was tested is it was like um with maybe like um white people that um when we were trying to use the plugin for our our, our like our our solution then it it wouldn't work so when i'm taking like pictures it does not recognize my so like the facial recognition element was not necessarily working as it should and this is because it was never tested on a black skin so this is this is the diversity that we're talking about that there's nothing wrong with what they did but then they actually didn't manage to diversify the space and therefore um the solution is not like an all-rounder that is going to work for everybody interesting um so i think there are a lot of talks around you know getting females or getting women in technology and yeah. in your experience since you've been in the industry what do you yeah. think is the problem really and where do you think we are failing um i think uh, it's 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 a bit tricky right because like i'm talking as someone who's actually been sort of trying for 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 quite a few a few years now to actually like um have women interested or joining the space or be sustained within the space i think the problem is in sustainability and in sustaining women because one thing that i've noticed over the years is that there are women who are actually enrolling to be in it or there are women who are enrolling to be in any in, in any other part of 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 tech but um the problem then arises when you go to like your corporate spaces we don't have a lot of them and then you sort of ask yourself like where is the problem i wish i had like an answer to say hey this is like one thing that we we should be doing um or, or one thing that we are not doing right because um women are there who are actually enrolling within the spaces but um the sustainability element is not there um i don't necessarily know at this point where where is the disconnect i hope um one day we will able be able to 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 answer to to, to that kind of a, of of a question basically yeah and you just the fact that you touched on sustainability and that was going to be my follow up question to say we see a lot of women getting into the space a lot of females are actually enrolling for computer science courses um yeah. how do you how do we how do we sustain these females in this tech industry yeah so 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 i think whether we like it or not um because the space is um a male dominated environment 
um for 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 our male counterparts it's i feel like it's it's easier for them to get in and flourish um but for me who actually would walk in and be the only techie in the room who is a female um then we have a problem of now me uh sort of wanting to, to like to to fit in and it 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 becomes hard so like guys can actually go if on a small break to get generally can't do that or oh, nothing is stopping me but then the relatability element from a male and female point of view is not there so i think um at this point it's up to us um who are actually already in the space to be sort of like sacri- sacrificial lambs who can actually um just just make sure that we stay within the spaces and then showcase everything the good the bad of of the spaces just so that we set the right kind of expectations and women are not shocked when they get to the environment so yeah i think i think that's that's it's more like it i don't know if it makes sense it does make sense i always say you you're quite big in inspiring the next generation of of girls and I think in one of the interviews that I listened or I was part of the attendees when you've been, you know, um, interviewed, you mentioned that uh, you want to be the change that you want to see. You mentioned that when like the next females uh, generation, when they get into the industry, they have to be able to see the mentor. Like they have, yeah. they have to be able to see themselves in you. So mm. how are you, now you know doing that how are you now making sure that the females that are getting into the industry um you are there for them how do how do you mentor them um so so um on a yearly basis or annually what i i have um told myself to do is um mentor um girls in ict or rather young people in ICT in general. So taking in first years and, and second years. Um, well, I don't have mentees this year, but I generally um, mentor um, those young people. And this is to actually just like share whatever that I know. So going through the process of like having been a student in university and then like transitioning to now being a young graduate who is in the corporate space. So I have one of my mentees who are now um, a business analyst in one, one of the companies. And then we've sort of gone together through the process of like how how it's like to, to, to really be a young professional. And um, I think that with also um, continuing with the work that we're doing with Black Girls Code, um, goes a long way because I think there's an element of 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 having young people um or rather young young girls believing that they they do belong in the spaces and if they see so I work with um Sintobo and Felicity shout out um so with them basically uh, when they when when the girls look at us when they look at how we have progressed in our different careers within the space, then they do have a model that they are able to look at and, and, see, and see and know that it's possible. Because um, I think that's like for, 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 for an environment that um, 
does not necessarily have your kind of representation. You need every sort of affirmation that you can get. So having a a seven-year-old or a 10-year-old, because like the group that we take is like between seven and 17. So having all that age group um, looking at us as models, basically it goes goes a very long way um and then before you know it it's gonna take time but before you know it we are definitely gonna be in a position where um the space is not necessarily like um well that men male dominated like it is right now and i think as we grow as well we will then at some point become your tech leads and, and, and everything. And I think that is required, that, that is needed within our spaces because um, look around you and ask yourself if you've ever met any women tech lead. Oh, wait, um, I don't think there's any. I, or rather, I have never met any. And I think that is, that's, that's a big deal on its own. All right. So what you essentially trying to do is you taking them from a very young age, you know, up until they now university and they now into the corporate. Yes, yes, yes. Then it's, right. it's like confidence is really embedded in them and then they they generally continue. Say so like if if I grew up in a family that has certain values and different um understanding or different ways of doing things and it's embedded in me from a very young age, then I stand a better chance to to continue later on living by those values. So I think that's the very same kind of concept. This is very interesting, and I think one of its kind, and knowing you, I know you be the word Black Girls Code, and that's what you're doing like from, 17, from 7 to 17, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah. I also know that you you like the co-founder of Reggaetes and when I was reading about it it was saying that you're trying to sustain you know young women in 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 the space or in the industry is that what you essentially doing with the whole two organizations yeah yeah so I, I honestly wouldn't necessarily at this point want to really like sing praise and say we are doing well as far as Reggaetes is concerned I think in the past few years um, we sort of lacked and I mean there's still hope for us to can actually be in a position of of really picking ourselves up and 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 continue um so for the past three years I generally was excessively traveling and this is not an excuse um but like in the process of doing that um I've seen sort of some sort of like a gap in in, in how we actually continue and leading within the space with Raiketism. But the concept is really to have young women really um, sustained within the spaces. So getting corporate spaces um, being part of, 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 of their career while they're still in varsity. And with everyone who's already within the corporate space to actually um, say, hey, like they we sort of give models like people who are actually able to 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 model um and 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 stand as an example for 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 this for this woman who are already within the space and those who are interested in the space all right this is like very interesting so from uh i'm still i'm still at school and i do also um run initiatives at school and also attend other tech events, right? But yeah. from my perspective, I see 
when 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 it's only girl a girl only event i see a lot of girls going to the events even if it's a hackathon if it's a girls only hackathon i see a lot of girls like going to um the hackathons um but when i check the statistics and when i ask around in terms of um how many are you like in in, in, in at work, you know, um, in terms of females, more especially developers, I see a huge, I don't know, there's a, just a huge disconnect, right? Yeah, um, yeah. I want us to talk about what do you think the drop-off is between hackathon numbers and office yeah. numbers? Okay, so, like, this is what, this goes back to what I was saying, right? Um, that we do have, we do have young women uh, who are actually enrolling to be to be in the tax spaces um but then there's a lack of that sustainability element some of them when they do their i think their first year or even while they're still in varsity um most of them actually drop off and then either go different routes and 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 realize or rather believe that tech is not their thing or IT is not what they are um, meant to be doing. So I think this is this is my own hypothesis. I think the drop is um, when we are studying, um, like towards your final year, uh, when it really gets, I think it gets tricky or rather it gets really hot at some point. And then that's where we get the drop off. And then for some of them, we also have, when they do their first year and you are overwhelmed by the spaces where you are like the only person who is like, I, I am the only person who just looks like me. And um, I feel as though there's not much support, even though there is a lot of support, but then sometimes you have to look for the support, right? Um, it does not, it's not organic for other people. So oh, like sort of navigating within the space for some people becomes really tricky that they they then like they then decide that um I'm just gonna like go for something else that maybe is is different because I feel as though this is not for me. And there's an element of like um one thing that I've I've seen a lot is um this imposter syndrome. It's 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 really a thing and I we don't talk about it a lot. Um, within the tech space, the the feeling that I don't belong in the spaces, and for some people you can only take it to a certain level that you you feel as though you don't belong. People just then decide that okay, so I can't be in a space that makes me feel miserable every time or every day, basically. So um, yeah, I think I this is my own hypothesis. I'm not saying it's true. I, I don't know like the the actual truth I, I wish someone would actually like um have like a proper research on this um or maybe me and you can actually take it on <laughs> just to add on what you're saying i yeah. i think this is also my opinion i think um in varsity we have like in my institution we have a different modules you know um business analysis development software you know sometimes you're pushing like you just to pass the the whole course right you graduate and then now you get a job um your job is to now be a software developer right and it now gets tricky because it's now you realize that i I don't actually want to be a developer i i can be a business analyst or 
a, a, a technician, you know, because yeah. programming yeah. is just not my thing. So I think yeah. at that point in time, um, things get real to an extent that you you'd rather leave, you know, you'd rather leave the space or take a different route because you now realize that in fact I've wasted three to four years of my life um in varsity, but only to find out when I'm now when I now have to do the practical work or now I have to actually do the day-to-day job, this is what I'm actually have to, I'm supposed to do on my everyday life. And now yeah. things are tricky. Now you decide to leave the space because you just find out that this is not something that I want to do on a daily basis. Fixing it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Um, so, so you wanted to add on that. Now, saying I agree, I agree with what you're saying. Um, you have a very good point. All right. So how would you describe your journey in, in the industry so far since you started? I always say when I talk about you that you are one of the first. Every time when I read about you, um, it's like you're one of the first of doing, you know, something or you are within those people that started doing something, you know, those people yeah. that started initiatives. So how, yeah. how, how would you describe your tech journey so far? Wow. <laughs> I, I actually always shy away from this question, like every time. Um, but generally, um, well, it, again, it, it's an affirmation from my side for you to actually say that I'm one of the first. I didn't know that. Um, anyway, so I think my my journey has been really interesting. Um, and more than anything, I think I'm generally one of the the blessed young professionals because um my journey has been that filled with support. Um, so one thing that I normally always always never shy away from mentioning is having started my career with 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 geek culture because i think or rather i believe that geek culture has been that um model or rather a catalyst to every other part of anything that is happening right now in my career and that has already happened so i will speak about um how how i started off initiatives basically um, the reason why I, I started off was because, or rather how I came to start off was because um, I was attending all these events and it was through geek culture, right? Um, so I think having been in that space and then um, studying this initiatives, becoming a Girl Rising Ambassador, having um, Intel being interested in, in what I was doing with Girl Rising and then and then them now having to have me as an ambassador for their She Will Connect initiative. And through the She Will Connect initiative and then being headhunted by IBM because they found me through that, like whatever that I was doing. And then, um, then moving to a consulting firm, McKinsey and, 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 and everything. I think it's just been sort of like really a blessing and um, I, I want to be honest with you, geek culture played a huge role in, in all these transitions and all these places. And I think even my my next move, geek culture might not be um, 
playing directly, but like having been, or rather having started my career in within good culture played a huge role. And I was inspired to actually um, start off initiatives because I think, I think um, good culture is mostly really about action and making sure that there's tangible results. Um, and that's, that, that, that's basically it. It's hard to actually like have me sit down and really like say, like talk about my journey in a very much of a generic manner. Uh, but uh, I, I think, I, or rather I believe that's, that's more like it. It's been beautiful, but then I wouldn't necessarily want to downplay um, also the challenges. There has been um, few challenges, but then it's nothing that I couldn't necessarily handle um, within this. So one thing that I've realized is that um, um, in any sort of um, challenge that you encounter along the way, there's someone who's gone through it. So I've always reached out to people. I've always um, spoken how I feel and what I think. And I think in in my speaking, in my talking, however, um, I've found people who are ready to sort of jump in and help out wherever they can. And that has made the journey easy or rather bearable. All right. Yeah. Um. You you touched on you touched on geek culture. Geek culture is still playing a role in, I think, not even my my life only, but also other people's lives as well. So yeah. shout out to them. They they're doing a very great job. Yeah, um. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, just to backtrack a little bit about yeah. imposter syndrome. Have you yeah. ever felt like you are in a place where you shouldn't be? I have, I have. So um, my first year when I joined, um, I guess I can talk about Mekins now because I don't know, I'm, I'm an alumni. Um, so when I actually um, started off with Mekins, Mekins is a very, very rich culture, right? Um, very, very rich culture. Everyone, they look like they have their life figured out. Um, and in their own words, they hire the best in the market. And it's like, this, so So that on its own is, is already pressure on the fact that we hired you because we thought you were the best in the market. They will even tell you about how many CVs that they've rejected and then they came to yours, basically. Um, so in my, like the very beginning of my career with, 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 the, with the firm, I felt like in most cases, they made a mistake because I was measuring myself up with every other person who is within the space. And I felt like, no, man, this guy's made a, like a terrible mistake by hiring me. I don't think I match up with everybody. Um, most of the time I feel like I'm floating um, within the space. And I remember one of the days I actually called up um, one of the, or no, one of the, my managers at the time. And I was like, I don't know if I should actually be telling you this, but I'm just gonna go come out with it. Um, I feel like I'm really floating. Um, I feel like I don't, I don't know what I'm doing and I don't know what is happening. Um, and I remember she held my hand and in her holding my hand, she was like, um, Shilani, there's a point in my life when I was like your age that I felt as though whenever I go to work, the following day, they're gonna fire me. Or something so what she was trying to tell me was that what you're feeling is not foreign 
it's because you are in a very much of a rich culture and like um as much as there's so much of support there is some sort of expectations and and that expectation element is the one that was sort of a killer for me um i also remember talking to one of my colleagues at the time and she she was she was sharing her own experiences when and and the funniest part in this is the fact that um with her she reached out to me she was like i know this culture is like really rich when you are still like um very new in the space so i just wanted to check how you're doing and in the process of her doing that i was going through the most like i just was like i don't know if i want to stay in the space or like i should just like start packing my bags it's still very early in the process i haven't really like just made any name for myself within the space so maybe this is this is it uh but like after like few months of actually getting that relatability element of saying hey this is this is you are feeling this way because this is a, this is a space with a rich culture but then eventually you get the gist of it and then you are good um yeah so 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 i did i have felt um like i never belonged in spaces and and i have questioned my worth within some spaces um but one thing for sure that i never really or, or like one thing for sure that is embedded in me is that I hardly uh, I don't easily quit. Um I'm not a, I'm not a kind of person who's who actually like easily just stop doing things because um it's hard. So I would literally push on and I think that's what sustained me. And then the plan for me with as far as as the the firm was concerned was to stay for like two I ended up even staying for like even more. so that should actually tell you something about how much i eventually found my niche and space and 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 flourished within it so what you basically saying to us is that if we feel like we don't belong to spaces sometimes it's okay to reach out you know to yes. close people and and talk about or vent out about talk your experience about, talk about your struggles talk about your struggles with people and you will find that i i'm i'm a, i'm like i'm a firm believer that um nothing is new in this world something that you're going through someone has already gone through and conquered the space so there's no use for you to actually go through and struggle with something while a whole lot of people have actually gone through that and 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 they can actually help you navigate the spaces and i think for me one of the books that actually helped is like and like it actually came at the right time it was um the the book by Sheryl Sandberg um Lynn in because um her sharing the stories of different women who were actually like who suffered from imposter syndrome and 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 the richness of um the office spaces that are like male dominated and everything um sort of brought that relatability because what you need is 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 knowing that you are not crazy um how you like in how you feeling and I, at least for me it's it's generally that um that knowledge that i'm not crazy I'm not the only one who feels this way then it's okay um it's okay for me basically All right so I talked to a lot of um women or a lot of ladies particularly ladies that are within my 
age range or that I actually go with at school. And one of the things that they're struggling with is finding, like choosing the correct path, right? So you get a little bit confused in this tech industry and you don't even know which route to actually take. Have you ever felt confused in in the route that you actually have to take about your career? I mean, um, I... (laughs) I think it's 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 going to be tricky. It's tricky for me to actually give um give any advice in this kind of a scenario, right? Because I am I I make impulsive decisions, and this is not everybody. Like a lot of people actually um um calculate their 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 decisions and how however their path and and everything. I'm the kind that um, looks at something and think I would want to actually uh, do this. And it doesn't take long for me to actually like really decide because um, one thing for sure about me is that I'm not scared of failing. Um, I have failed a lot um, within like while trying different things. And I think that's the only way I will find out if this is for me and and not because sometimes when you actually haven't played within the spaces that you think you wanna you wanna play in, um, you will not know if it's for you. So uh, one thing that I would actually like um give as an advice is, I mean, failing is part of the journey, and um, there's, there's 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 the good that comes from 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 having failed. Um, in a way so I think a lot of people are seeking the whole idea of just like having a smooth sailing in in everything and I don't think that's how life is so um, I I try and refrain from from giving or rather putting giving my inputs on on this kind of things because I I decide things impulsively I'm like I'm very impulsive Um, yeah uh, even like with 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 resigning and and taking like uh, like moving from company to the next and everything, it takes like just me thinking that okay, so um, I need a career change and this is this is this is it and 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 then if it makes sense in my head, then I continue well with 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 the decision, and that's not how everybody else or rather a lot of people live their lives so so basically you're saying you'll never know until you try something try Mm -hmm. it and then decide that this is the route that i want to take you can just um, make decisions without knowing exactly what you want to do or what exactly you have to choose from yeah yeah that's that's not actually it's not necessarily taking away from the fact that yeah you can do your research and everything but um let's say for example i wanna uh go the front end route um i generally would do my research and and everything and and talk to people so generally i talk to a whole lot of friends i make a lot of friends or rather i've made a lot of friends within the industry which makes it easier so talk to people, 
find out what you think works for you and then um, try it out. The only way to know if things doesn't work or it's not okay for you is if you try it out. But then I don't think anyone can make a decision about something not being good for them until they actually have gotten their hands dirty in that kind of an environment. Um, you will not know how if if a candle like have you seen how kids actually like operate? So with like your 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 candles, when you tell kids not to touch candles, um, they they, they generally would do it. And then the only time the kids will stop um, touching um, candles that are on is when they have felt the fire that it burns and all. And it's not going to always be the case that you are encountering a candle scenario, basically. Sometimes it's bliss and it's beautiful and you love it. So, and But the only way you can find out is if you tried it. So it's trial and error for me. Yeah, and when they mean trial and error, they don't, don't mean that you have to do, let's say you want to go the front end route and then you do one website and like, no, I, I don't think this is for me. Um, mm -hmm. Sometimes it means you have to persevere and keep on practicing yeah. in order for you to get it right, you know? Yes, that's correct. All right. So clearly we, I want us to touch a little bit on what you were talking about, um, diversity and inclusion, yeah. inclusion. Um, so clearly we cannot change things overnight. Um, yeah. in, in this tech industry. Um, so I want us to go through a memory lane of yeah. where we were five years ago. Yeah. So you can quickly tell us where we were five years ago, where we are now, and where do you think we will be in five years to come? Um, so I generally think we've come a long way um, from five years ago. I remember when we were actually doing your um, your hackathons and like your meetups at first, um, it was sort of really different from, from, from an attendance point of view and interest point of view. I also remember like I was there when we had your hackathons with Girl Code, for example, which is a shout out to them again. Um, they, they've, they've been playing in that space. Um, like when you check the numbers then and then how how Girl Code has now grown and having young women who are actually getting placed into workplaces, um, it's really impressive. Um, when you check in, in, in some organizations that are very intentional about um, really hiring women, that is really impressive. Um, so we have seen organizations that are really intentional about diversity, um, and then they, they they would want to really have it seen and known that they actually like really about about inclusion. Um, and are we where we should be? No, but I think we are in a better space to actually even continue to grow. And I think it, it it is upon us. So I think for me, um, in the coming few years, one thing that I'm really interested in seeing is having a lot of women. So okay, for now we are having women who are who are playing out in in the spaces. Um, 
I, two things that I would want to see. One is um, at least a good number of women because we are still, um, I've kind of always uh, played as either the two of us as developers within a team or uh, one, I'm just like alone as a woman in, in, a, in, a, in a dev team. Um, and also like it's it's just like there's just a very small number so I think in the next five years I hope that changes um, and then the second one is seeing a lot of women who are playing in in leadership so if it's being partners within within organization or if it's being um, tech leads and architects and everything. Um, I think that goes a long way for from a modeling point of view and being role models for even the younger woman who comes because um, the space then will, will, will look like a space where they can play in as well as young women who comes fresh from varsity or come fresh from academies uh, or like in, in, in all the spaces. So that is my my ultimate wish. And also, I think just generally um, spaces that are very inclusive in, in their solution and creating solutions for, for, for tech. And it is exciting. It, where we are right now is an exciting space. Um, and I think it is upon us because we, um, we, we do hold the keys to actually um, modeling how tomorrow can basically look like. So I know for sure that I would want to be part of of of, of people who are playing within the spaces spaces and bringing in change. Um, yeah, and I think one thing for sure that we need to try and do really well is um, the collaborations um, with every organization that is 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 planning or rather working on making sure that we are bringing in inclusion and diversity it would be great for us to really collaborate because we are clearly interested in the same things and that is changing and transforming the spaces so in so doing let's just come together basically that is my desire yeah no you you put it out so well that let's not uh, reinvent the wheel over and over again, but collaborate together so that we can have a greater impact, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so you are, I think, watching your career and reading about you, listening to you right now, you're very intent about, uh, can I say, empowering and inspiring, you know, girls. And I think a question would be, why specifically girls? Yeah. Um, so I, 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 I'm generally about diversity, about inclusion. And in this case, um, girls are the ones who are actually um, not necessarily included the most within the tech spaces. And that is, that is something that I relate with the most. I generally love working with young people and also like empowering young generation um, that, so like, I believe that whatever it is that I have gone through in either my grade 12 or my high school or anything, this is why I actually have mentees in like your, your um, grade 12. 
I should be able to share that with, with the next generation or rather the generation that comes after me. So, um, but more than anything, I am about inclusion. I believe that we should have balanced spaces um, that brings about different kind of solutions that are not biased because um, a certain group was not in the room, basically. So let's not just sit down and decide for women um, in within the offices. Let's have women come and then we we hear their side of 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 how they see the world. Um, let's not decide for men either. Let's have let's sit down together. Like the table should be really balanced. So I'm just generally about um, um, inclusion and diversity and diversifying whatever the solutions that we come up with. All right. So you have talked a lot about mentorship and you having mentees. Mm-hmm. Um, for interested people that want to be part of the group, maybe next intake, mm-hmm. how can they actually do that? Do you have a formal program whereby you they have to enroll into? How, how, how does it work? Okay, so um, my intakes starts in um, Jan. So, so my birthday is like in, in the, the 20th. And then I start taking like, um, yeah, like young mentees then um, until the rest of the month of, of Jan. And then we close off. Oh, yeah. so, so, so like um, every, uh, like on, in that Jan, basically, what normally happens is that I put up a poster to say, hey, um, we're enrolling right now. And um, you can either nominate um, a young person in ICT or a grade 12 student. And then um, uh, later on, so I have not necessarily had a position where I'm like, okay, we are shortlisting or anything like that. In most cases, I've just taken all the mentees that were nominated and those ones who raised their hands. Um, and then I this uh, Komuto that I work with, she is she was one of she's actually my mentee. Um, she's a social worker, which actually makes life much easier from a mentorship point of view, especially with the great jobs, because um, she is able to deal with the emotional element of 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 their their parts and lives and everything. Um, so the enrollment is, is on that level. I put up a poster around Jen um, for people to, 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 to enroll. I don't necessarily have some sort of a website at this point for enrollment. So people just reach out to me from a social media point of view. In the post, in most cases, I put up my numbers as well for people to text me. All right. And what legacy do you, do you want to leave? <laughs> That is huge. That's a very huge question to actually. I want to leave um a legacy of um young people who are actually um who actually know that they belong, um and they can be anything and they can do anything. So that element of knowing that you are enough in any space that you can find yourself in, and however your dream might look big. Oh, like, like there's no dream that is bigger that it cannot be reached for as long as you put your mind or your mind, it's like the deposit in your mind, then you can do it. 
Um, I want young people to know that they are enough and I, I want to be able to be part of the people who play in those spaces and in transforming how, how young people see the world. So if you think you you want to like apply in a company, I'm just going to give an example with New York since everyone is very obsessed. Um, so like just you just know that you are you can you can play in those spaces if you want to travel to any other part of the world you can do that if you want to start a company you can do that i just want young people to know that they are enough that's the kind of legacy that i want to to leave a young like young people who are able to stand for themselves and know that they they do belong they are enough and 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 this world has them to play to play part as well all right so i want to quote you um so you were you were named one of the top 15 young geeks in 2018 and uh just to quote you you said and i quote we have the right kinds of solutions to revolutionize uh, revolutionize and transform the tech narrative in our country maybe dare to fearlessly do it like pros acknowledging that we are part of a bigger picture and our piece in the puzzle matters. Um, so walk us through what you were thinking when you were actually um, writing that code and what did you actually mean? <laughs> that code sounds deep. Um, I think, um, so So I love actually using the, the puzzle analogy, right? Um, so I'm a very, my background from a spiritual point of view, I'm a Christian. And I believe when God created each one of us, um, he created us as that have this specific piece that needs to be pieced with other. So so it's Yolanda, it's, it's Hulani coming up with different pieces that then joins and, and creates this beautiful picture. And that's basically, um, it, this sounds very philosophical, but like somehow if we are able to notice how great we are with, with whatever it is that God has given us, then we are able to really um, continue with whatever. Like you, you, you step into spaces knowing that I have my part to play and I'm going to play it so well. So even within the tech spaces, there is different kind of solutions that we can definitely come up with. But then I know that um, there is a lot of young people or rather a lot of young techies who would rather actually want to play themselves or like play, like sort of not necessarily showcase who they are and what they are because of fear of knowing that maybe my solution is not good enough or maybe whatever it is that I have is not as good as something that may, might transform our country um, in a way. So I think believing in our solutions, believing in, in, in who we are and what we are, we have to offer as a bigger picture, like as, as, as a picture that is gonna play in a very much of a bigger puzzle then we 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 are going somewhere if we can actually realize that all right and what would be your advice to aspiring techies like people want to enter the industry people who are in the industry you know what will be your ultimate advice to them um 
So a uh, few advices, I don't know how many are they. <laughs> um, I think um, I would say keep an open mind. Um, the space is ready. So like look at, looking at now dealing with COVID, we need as many um, techies as we can have um, to actually transform our spaces. So keep an open mind and um, one thing for sure within the spaces, networks are really important. So people that you know, um, people, your peers are actually like um, your tribe that can be able to help you. So don't shy away from help. Um, keep on asking for help because it's really, really, really important for us to be in that position of just like um, finding solutions. And if you don't know something, there's either the internet or there's either your peers who have gone through the same thing. So as much as the, the space is, is, keeps evolving, it is a space that also is really, really ready to, 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 to support and help whoever is, is ready um, uh, or rather who needs help. And another thing is um, for those who have already found their feet, um, I would really advise to pay it forward, like really just just um, help, help help the younger generation that comes after you. So I, th I think or rather I believe anyone can be a mentor at some point because, you know, if you know something that someone else doesn't know, then somehow you are able to really help. And, and I think the space does need a lot of those. We do need a lot of mentors. So. Um, an element of really paying it forward is important. Um, Indre, hopefully, hopefully one day I'll be paying it forward. For now, I'm still, I'm still many. You have a podcast that is part of paying it forward because you're bringing in conversations that are really relevant. That's important. Um, you have a whole lot of initiatives that you're running that is paying it forward. Um, so, and that is really important. So you already are. Um, okay, let's just leave it at that. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, just, just, just a quick plug. Where can yeah. people? Um, okay, what is Black Girls Code, and how can people get involved within Black Girls Code, especially the Johannesburg chapter? Okay, so um, Black Girls Code is, um, like as I mentioned earlier, an organization that is seeking to educate young Black South African, or not, not necessarily South Africans, young Black women from the age of 7 to 17 to play within the STEM careers, so science, engineering, technology, and, and the likes. And uh, how we do this is through workshops and, 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 and meetups. Um, and in our case, it's mostly like the tech because that's what we know. Um, and how people can get involved is mostly through volunteering. So we have volunteers who come through within um, Black Girls Code to actually either be, be teaching or rather being facilitators of um, uh, the workshops that we do and a whole lot of things and how you can uh, find us. So we have a, um, a meetups page. Um, it's meetup.org and then Black Girls Code Johannesburg chapter. Um, you will find us there. 
Uh, we also are on Twitter as uh, volunteer BGC JHB. Um, so that's that's basically how you can generally um, um, find us and be involved um, and be part of, of, of BGC. And Raiketeta? Um, Raiketeta as well. We So it's, it's, it's a, bit, a bit tricky for me to actually say, um, I think as Raiketeta, I just keep an eye on the socials for, for later when we really resume because we haven't, it's hard for me to actually say, okay, come do this because we haven't done much at this point. Um, especially like I think for the past few years. So um, just keep an eye on 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 the socials. Um, and when we we resume, because we definitely will. Um, so when we do resume, then you will be updated. So we have a Facebook page, um, or rather a Facebook group, right? Get it, uh, and also um, uh, a, a Twitter page, um, at right? Get it, uh. And how can people get hold of you, madame? How can people get hold of you um, for advice, for mentorship, for to connect and, and just connect with you, ask you questions and you being there for the... How can people get hold of you, madam? Um, so few... I'm actually like very much available on the social. So my website is iamfilani.com. Um, you can interact with my blogs there and just like, well, I, I tend to write a lot and, and share my, my mind. So you can find that there. And um, I am on Twitter as at Lulyr. Um, so it's H-L-U-L-L-Y-R. And on Facebook, I am Lulani Baloyi. Um, Instagram, uh, I am Lulani. And I also do vlogging. It's mostly travel vlogs, but like it's really just generic. So you can search Shilani um, Baloyi. And well, if you meet me in the streets, say hi. I, I'm very friendly. And I want to believe. Um, yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, so any last words that you want to say to our listeners? Um, I think the whole episode was around, you know, women. But any last words that you want to say to the geeks in South Africa and not only in South Africa, in the world? You know, your last words. Um, I think my last words is really, um, firstly, kudos to, to, to the um, to the techies in, in, in South Africa. Um, I think we are seeing a lot of work that is being done. Or rather, I'm generally just like surrounded by amazing, amazing young, amazing young people. Um, shout out to every organization that is really um, working on making sure that our world is transformed one way or the other. Shout out to Geek Culture. The work they do is amazing. Um, and I'm, I'm, sh- I'm very much sure that I'm not the only young person who actually can attest to the fact that it's been life-changing to be part of, 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 of the organization. But um, more than anything, I think just like a very, not to even sound philosophical, 
um, I would want to just say, hey, um, we have it in us as young people, we have it in us as, as, as the geeks to, to really just flourish within whatever the spaces that we're in and keep talking. Someone is listening um, and, and, and they will jump in whenever. You hear it from the queen herself, keep talking, you know, keep talking, keep sharing content, keep, you know, advising, keep mentoring. You'll never know. Somebody out there is listening. Somebody out there will listen to, to what you're saying. Um, thank you very much, Kulani, for coming to the show. It was very great having you, picking your mind about certain things that we see in the industry and also advising the next coming generation and also thinking, thanking you for paying it forward, you know, to say, I want to be the change I want to see. Um, there are a lot of things that are not going well and there's a gap in this. How about I do it without waiting for somebody else to do it? So thank you very much um, for doing that. Thank you for having me. Thank you. We actually ended up having this conversation. It's been a long time coming. Um, and I'm sorry for keeping you waiting. Uh, it, it finally happened. I'm just grateful that finally it happened. And unfortunately, yes. it had to be like an hour. So next time, you know, next time, next time. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that's going to be next time. So yeah, let's, let's, let's continue having this conversation. And kudos to you for um, I, I believe it's, it's, it's really relevant. And um, I think what you're doing is really really important to actually keep the conversations going um i've listened to like the likes of mukondi that you've had and like brilliant young men why am i calling mukondi young men but <laughs> but like a brilliant 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 developer and a whole lot of de developers and, and techies that you've brought within the spaces it's really important for us to have this this conversations and kudos to you. Thank you very much. Okay, I'm not. Thank you for tuning in. Go to our social media platforms at Social Geek ZA and tell us your thoughts about today's show.